Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another Fandor video podcast. My name is Human. Unfortunately, my co-host Chris Kelly isn't here. Oh, but so lonely. The great Bryn Nguyen is here. Oh, what an introduction! Thanks, who? So glad you're here, Bryn. <laughs> glad to be here. We have a very special guest. I've known the guy since we were in high school together. He went to one of the rival high schools down the street from me. He's a great comedian, and his name is Greg Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, Greg. Oh, man, it's great to be here, guys. Um, Greg, tell us a bit about your stand-up career for those of you who don't know, uh, for those out there who don't know who you are. How long you've been doing stand-up? Who are some of the notable celebrities you've opened for? Sure. So uh, I've been doing stand-up. I'm in my ninth year. And uh, I was an actor before that in a theater company and, and done some uh, a lot of theater and stuff. But I started doing stand-up about nine years ago. Uh, and, uh, I performed, I currently tour, I tour with Daryl Hammond from Saturday Night Live. He oh. was, uh, he's the guy that plays Bill Clinton and, uh, Sean Connery and the celebrity, G, uh, celebrity rehab, uh, celebrity, um, Jeopardy. Ep- yeah, yeah, celebrity yeah. Rehab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cele- yeah. 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 <laughs> Freudian, Freudian slip. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so I toured with him. I'm doing Arizona and Florida and Vegas. And, uh, and then I also toured Jay Moore. From Jerry Maguire. Mm. Hey, and I, mm-hmm. if you wouldn't mind, can you say the story of how you ended up doing stand-up comedy in like a minute or two? Uh, how that all came about? Because it's such yeah. a good story. Yeah. So uh, I'm clean and sober. Uh, I'm coming up on 15 years clean and sober. I was at a recovery meeting and uh, somebody introduced me to a newcomer and uh, asked me, can you give this guy a ride home after the meeting? And the other guy that asked me had a car. So I was thinking to myself, like, why don't you give him a ride home? Why are you asking me? But uh, <laughs> I, you know, I'm in tune to say yes to the universe. I gave him a ride home and uh, it turns out he didn't have any money or car. And I started taking him to meetings, uh, to recovery meetings. And uh, it turns out he was a stand up. He invited me to go to, uh, well, one quick thing. He had no money. I took him grocery shopping because uh, he had no groceries. He took me to Whole Foods. he took me to whole foods he got a little basket for like a hundred bucks but anyway he took he invited me to go to a comedy show and uh i went to the comedy show and uh half the comedians were terrible and i do a lot of public speaking um about recovery and uh i I made a joke i can be as funny as half of these guys you know telling telling recovery stories and he said you want to try it and I said, sure. So I went up at this beginning beginner's uh, show at this comedy store and I told some stories about recovery. I wrapped it up with this inspirational recovery message. And then the host comes back up and he's like, oh, my God, I didn't know this was an AA meeting. <laughs> and uh, everybody applauded. And that was the that was the beginning. Nice. So it all happened because you did one act of kindness. You took a guy to Whole Foods. He just randomly yeah. takes you to the comedy store. You try it out and you just love it and you've been doing it for nine years yeah you you asked me who i performed with uh uh a lot of i performed with bill burr joe rogan eliza schlesinger margaret cho jim jeffries tom arnold aziz ansari ken jong from hangover mm-hmm. uh and uh it's you know i'm living my dream right now so so often comedians do acting what have you done in the world of acting so, you know, my I started off as an actor. I was in the Actors Theater of San Francisco. And uh, Homan, you came out and you, you supported my plays. I did. You were great. 
<laughs> okay. How were they? I was going to ask you, how were they? Were they okay? I mean, you know, I, it's not very memorable. If you ask me what the plot or anything was, I wouldn't remember, but I just know you you did a good job. Yeah. That <laughs> was what, what else am I going to say right now? <laughs> 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 Thanks. Thanks for lying for me. Hillary. <laughs> but you know what? It was, uh, you know, you saw me at the very beginning and, uh, and uh, I just love the craft of acting. Well, you know? let's, let's talk about auditioning. What have you auditioned for? Like lately, recently, have you auditioned for anything big? Because, you know, this is we're doing a uh, podcast for independent yeah. films and stuff. So I know you've dabbled in that world. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So yeah, so I've done I've done a bunch of independent films, and uh, and I've done a couple commercials, and and uh, I've done a lot of voiceovers, but nothing major. I actually I did get my I was uh, uh, if you can see in the movie the biggest movie that I had a part was in was it was called Just Go With It with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, and uh, it it was uh, a scene in the pizza parlor where. Um, uh, if you if you watch it, if you just go with it and you put it on slow motion and you uh, go as slow as you can, you can see me walk by in the background with a plate of food. <laughs> no, but no, that's how I got my Screen Actors Guild eligibility. Nice. Uh, but I've done a bunch of uh, independent films. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you real quickly, there's there's different ways into the acting world. Yeah. And there's the student role, the auditioning way and, you know, and, and, you know, work for free way. And I've done a lot of that and I've done a lot of independent films. And then there's also the stand up way. And, uh, you know, I've been studying the craft of acting since 2000, since 1999. And um, but I'm, I'm seeing to I'm, I'm getting a lot more traction on the stand up uh, path and uh, you get cast through that way. So I'm just I'm sticking with the stand up path right now with the dream of uh of having that parlay into an acting career as well but so you don't really why don't you audition for more stuff i'm busy touring uh you know i'm doing four or five shows every night uh, uh every week can and I say, um, can I say something yeah because of coronavirus like 95 percent of auditions are over zoom now correct so i mean isn't that easy it's like it's as easy as doing this right isn't it yeah so so what's the reason now? I, listen, I've talked to Jay Moore about it, and uh, uh, I've talked to that? some other people, and there's different ways. I don't have an agent right now, mm. and I'm not seeking one. And oh, so, yeah. okay, there, you know, like I said, there's different paths into the acting world, and that is, and I'm taking the stand-up path. But I've I've been studying the craft. I'm a student of the craft, and I've been studying for years. My dream would be, you know, to be a working actor and a touring stand-up, and you know, we'll see what happens. But. So do you, are you saying you need an agent or a manager to land that role? Uh, not necessarily, but, you know, I was auditioning a lot for a lot of independent and student projects. But, you know, you do, you know, I was doing 50 auditions for, you know, parts that don't pay anything and uh, or very little. And, you know, and a lot of times you need an agent to open the door. But everything I've gotten cast in has been through somebody I've known, a producer I've met or somebody, you know, networking. And uh, I just did a movie 
about three months ago through uh, a friend that saw my stand-up. And uh, they had me do this role. It's an independent film that's coming out in 2022. Are you walking in the background and will we have to watch it in slow motion? <laughs> no, 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 no. I have a good part. Well, tell us, tell us, like, can you tell us what the movie is and the plot? Are you like, yeah, a, so it's, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's unnamed right now, but it's a movie about, um, it's about a guy that goes to, uh, you know, he goes to therapy in this house and he has this, he goes through all these experiences. It's like make believe kind of thing. And he goes through all these experiences to speed up the healing process of uh, trauma. Mm. And what's your, and, I, what do you and I play one of the evil characters in it that helps him speed up the process, which <laughs> it, was a, it was a fantastic role. So that'll be kept coming out in 2022. Did you uh, like have to memorize your lines in the whole nine yards? Or? Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. Cool. All right. So as I mentioned, this is a, uh, a movie, uh, this is a podcast about independent film. So, you know, can you tell us as a comedian a couple movies that still make you laugh that that you really loved? Yeah, my favorite my favorite comedy that the one that's made me laugh the most out of any movie that I've ever uh, seen is um, uh, Death at a Funeral, the English version mm. with Peter Dinklage and <laughs> mm. with Peter Dinklage, who's a, a small person who has who turns out had an affair with the guy's dad who died. Or the guy who died, and all the kids were there, and they, and he blackmails them. Oh, it's the best! It's the funniest movie ever. And um, but you know, I mean, go ahead. No, we're just laughing. Yeah, Keep we're just going. laughing. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but I think you know some of the some of the the funny movies that I've seen, you know, that have that have had a big impact on me. I think over over the years are Caddyshack. Uh, what else? Forrest Gump, I love. Big Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Beetlejuice. Uh, so I love the I love the Judd Apatow movies, the Super Bads and the, the uh, Bridesmaids. So I've actually worked with uh, Judd Apatow doing stand up. Groundhog Day, I love. One. Would Judd cast you in anything? You think? Uh, he doesn't even know who I am. I did a show oh. with him. He probably didn't even see my set, but uh, <laughs> I would I would hope so. <laughs> that would be the dream, man. Yeah. So I guess. In this world right now, and we you know you live in California, we live in California. Um, networking is a lot harder to do. Are you still going out and doing that? Yeah. So my my networking is I do a lot of it at the at the clubs. So uh, there's a lot of actors and and talent that you know producers and stuff that go out and watch stand up. And so you know. Right now, I'm, I'm starting to have a lot of success doing stand-up, and uh, this is all brand new. It's the first time I'm going to be going out on tour a lot uh, this year, and I'm actually working on an incredible show right now. Um, I'm doing a show with, uh, it's me, Daryl Hammond from Saturday Night Live, and Jay Moore uh, from uh, Jerry Maguire, and I host and moderate a show. It's called, it's called Impressions. And uh, it's a it's a show about Saturday night, Saturday Night Live impressions, but it also a lot of movie impressions. And both of these guys are legendary impressionists, and so they do a lot of Al Pacino and Robert De Niro and Christopher Walken. And you know, uh, Jay does a whole thing on uh, Goodfellas and uh, Reservoir Dogs. He he does so. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm networking a lot through these guys, and uh, we'll see. You know, I think. Well, can you do right. an impression? Can you do an impression? I can't do an impression. Come on! I don't even. Tr no, no, no. Are these guys? You can't do one. <laughs> that's no. That's why I'm a host and moderator of the impressions. I. <laughs> um, I'm definitely not an impressionist. 
Uh, all right, Greg, how can people connect with you if they, uh, if they want to be your friend? Uh, you can find me on my website. It's at realgregbaldwin.com. Uh, also, uh, Instagram, uh, at, um, at real Greg Baldwin, you know, the, uh, but listen, you know, this is a movie podcast and I want to tell you, Homan, yeah, uh, and Bryn, uh, mm-hmm. what movies mean to me. Oh, yeah. all right. There we go. And uh, one of my first memories growing up, you know, where, with film was I saw a movie. It was called Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Clubs, Clubs Band with the uh, Peter Frampton. And it was a movie about music. And and uh, in the movie, Aerosmith played the come together. And uh, and I remembered that film. It, I don't I think the film was actually pretty terrible, but I used to watch that movie over, over and over again. And uh, and I loved Aerosmith in that film, and that introduced me to music. And I loved watching the old Godzilla films and uh, the spaghetti westerns with with Clint Eastwood, and um, you know Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I love you know, and film has been so important to me uh, growing up because it helped allows me to escape. It allows me to laugh. It, uh, uh, the most my favorite films are the ones that inspire me, you know, to be a better person, you know. And uh, like Groundhog Day and Forrest Gump and uh, film is so important to me, you know, and I started studying acting because, you know, film is really, you know, and acting is really a study of the human condition, Mm. you know, and uh, my first love for, you know, I started taking acting classes in the late 90s and I my first really love for for the craft of acting. I did a I was doing a scene from a play. It was it was called the Does the Tiger Wear a Necktie? And Al Pacino won a, a, a Tony Award for it in 1969, I think it was. And uh, and I did a scene where I was a heroin addict sitting in a barber shop, getting my hair cut by this man who was my father, who I didn't know was my father, who, who he didn't know he was my father. And he told me the story how he had a child when he was fr- uh, when he had a relationship with a prostitute. And I realized I was a baby from a prostitute getting my hair cut from my father who didn't, didn't know who I was. And I went through all these different aspects of my personal life to bring tr- truth to these words. And it, and, it, and from that point forward, uh, I loved the craft of acting, you know, so. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. What a deep story, Greg. I was expecting like some funny punchline there at the end, but it, we didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. His name is Greg Baldwin. And. Uh, if you ever go see Daryl Hammond or Jay Moore, you'll probably see him as well. He's in L.A., great comedian. Check him out on his website. You'll see all his touring schedule and hopefully TV shows, commercials, and films. All right, Greg. Thanks so much for your time, my man. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, brother.